Hey, hey, this is Mind Mastery Week, featuring eight guests, 16 episodes over five days. Welcome to day three with this special episode featuring Patrice Lynn. Have you ever wondered what it takes to create a life that's free from the bonds of corporate slavery? Maybe you're already on that journey, but you're still figuring it out. This show aims to show you the way by sharing the real stories, strategies, tactics, trials and tribulations of freedom seekers at different stages of their journeys, from running a business on the side to serial entrepreneurs who've launched and scaled multiple multi-million dollar firms. Hello, I'm Craigie B. This is Corporate Escape Plan. Hey, hey, it's me, Craigie B. Welcome to the Corporate Escape Plan. And this, our special Spring 2020 Mind Mastery series of episodes. Today's guest I'm thrilled to have with us today. Her name is Patrice Lynn. She is known as the Brain Boss. She has energizing and educating open-minded audiences with her revolutionary approach to life, business and learning. On the front lines of professional and business development for over 25 years, Patrice is a true veteran in her field. She is the go-to personal development expert who can make a significant difference in your life on a never-ending quest to bring you the absolute best knowledge and tools. Her certifications range from the seven habits of highly effective people to the cash flow game, Patrice also holds credentials with the International Coach Federation, the Coaches Training Institute, and Action Coach. Patrice has guided thousands to improve profit, performance, and life fulfillment. Her breakthrough insights will empower your life and business for optimal results. She is also the author of the best-selling book, Rise to Success, and founder of the Rise to Success Academy, and she is also the creator of the Brain Boss Challenge, which is launching on May the 11th, 2020. So I'm just going to, before I say hello, I'm just going to mention the book again, and I highly recommend that you check it out. It's called Rise to Success, The Secret Power of Your Brain to Change Your Life. And the reason I say the full title is because that's what we're going to be talking about today, the secret power of your brain to change your life. And the science that proves you can program your mind for success. So, Patrice, welcome back to the Corporate Escape Plan. I'm thrilled to have you here. Like, I'm just so excited to dive into today's subject. Before we do, I'm going to invite you to say hello and to share with us, uh, for the benefit of our audience, to colour in some of the gaps and tell us a bit of your backstory before we get underway. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for having me here again. I love your energy and I love what you're doing with the corporate escape plan. Wow, that's a really great undertaking, especially at the time that we're in right now. The way that my Rise to Success program was created is actually 
I think, interesting in the time that we're in because it all started 10 years ago in the previous recession that was like 2008 to 2010. And it was the real estate crisis, mortgage crisis, and everything that happened there, which people will remember. Mm -hmm. Well, because I was doing business coaching at the time, I literally lost all of my clients overnight. And that type of expenditure for a business was really one of the first to go because people thought it wasn't needed type of thing, even though it is very helpful. It, it's like everybody has to pare down to the bare necessities. So there was a lot of fear and anxiety at that time as well. But for me, it was even more impactful because the previous year, uh, uh, like I think it started 2008 and went through to 2009, but there was a period there where I lost two of my three remaining parents. So my two step parents died within two weeks of each other. I was in a couple of car accidents. I had a very serious knee accident that resulted in two surgeries. I was in a relationship that ended and it was just a very tumultuous time in my life. On top of that, we had the financial situation, but I was already really stressed out. Now, fortunately, before some of the real hammer came down on the crisis, I, was, I started realizing how much stress I was under, and I started taking steps to get out of some of these things and uh, change my life so it wasn't so stressful. Uh, when it all you know, came to a head, I realized that I was gonna have to regroup and I ended up just liquidating everything. I sold my house, my luxury car, my, um, I got out of the franchise that I was in and I just started downsizing. But I had a lot of debt from buying the house, buying the franchise, all these things. And I made up my mind that I was going to get out of debt within a certain period of time. I think it was six months. And so I got very serious about how do I make this happen? I mean, these were this was a lofty goal. And I decided that I would implement some of the things that I had learned before about writing down my goals and visualizing what I wanted, making declarations out loud, being grateful for everything I did have instead of focusing too much on what I didn't have, being grateful and appreciative for the things I did have. And I started connecting. Well, it was interesting because John Asaraf wrote a book uh, called The Answer, and I had bought it in 2008 at an airport bookstore. It kind of just jumped off the shelf at me, literally. And I, uh, I all of a sudden, I was like, wait a minute, that book, he was talking about imprinting your brain and your subconscious mind and all these things. And I got the book out and read it again. And he was really the first person that I read that really got into the brain science. It, it was great. So I started reminding myself of those things. I was listening to people like um, Bob Proctor, Tony Robbins, Laura Langemeyer, Jim Rohn, 
listening to some of the things they were doing and they were talking about all these things too. And I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, this is what you have to do to really achieve your goals and do significant things in life. Mm -hmm. So I actually created like a, a journal, like a workbook where I, I put this page cause I, I'd been doing some of those things, but I hadn't had it as well organized as I did then at that time I started organizing it and writing my goals down and visualizing things and saying declarations. There's a certain uh, ancient saying, I'm the head and not the tail above and not beneath. I will lend to many nations. I will not have to borrow. And I started saying that, I mean, 20 times a day, I would go down to this bridge that was close to where I lived and the river was just raging underneath and I would stand on that bridge. There was nobody around. And I would just yell at the top of my lungs <laughs> about that. And I'm like, I am determined. I'm, I'm going to get out of debt. I'm going to take care of all this stuff financially. And I'm just going to change my life and get rid of all the stress. Because who needs stress? I mean, stress is like the worst thing. <laughs> and so I just started taking action. And that's really how this process started but I didn't get the name for it until a few years later, but I actually achieved my goal and I got out of all of my debt and moved forward in my life from a, a totally different place. And now empowered with the, the techniques that I teach in my brain boss challenge that I write about in the book rise to success. And it, you know, it's just been an incredible journey. And now it's funny because it's taken me a while. Of course, I wrote the book that took a couple of years. And then I, because I was traveling around and doing things. And really, everything that I set in motion at that time, 10 years ago, has enabled me to live a life where I have a lot more time freedom. I've had the cash flow that I've wanted. I've had lots of incredible experiences. I mean, I, I spent a uh, couple summers hiking in the Rocky Mountains. I wrote most of my book in Sedona. I got to go and be with my mom when it was, uh, she had a stroke and we had to get her into assisted living, sell the house and all the things. And I was able to take that time, that six months that I was able to be there with her and deal with all that. And it's all because of the things that I learned about programming my brain. So I've been able to get a lot of really great results from it myself. And then it was at a later point, about 2013 or 14, that I was thinking about the things I was doing and I was listening to some other things, some similar type things. And that's when the words just kind of clicked into place. So RISE stands for repetition, I is for images, S is for sound, and E is for emotion. And I realized that those were the things that I was doing. But it's always fun when you can come up with an acronym mm -hmm. and you can put it together in an acronym. And then it was like, oh, I can call it RISE. And then it was just like immediately I heard RISE to success. And I was like shocked because nobody would ever written a book by that name and nobody was really using the name. And so I just thought, well, that's a great title because we all want to rise. We, wherever we're at, we want to rise to a different level. And everybody has different dreams and goals and things that they want to accomplish. And this is a, a, 
a method for being able to do that. And then I was able to go into more depth in the book about the brain and how the brain works and a lot of the principles behind it. So that's really how it got started. And I'm just thrilled now at the time that we're in when so many people are experiencing what I experienced 10 years ago. Now I can bring this to people and help them to overcome the things that they're dealing with that are challenging and, and help them to realize that there is a way to get out of this. No matter what happens, no matter what happens, you can rise above it. And I really hope this offers some hope to anyone that's listening that is feeling the fear, the overwhelm, the, and, and as a result of the uncertainty that yes. exists in the current environment. I think a lot of people are experiencing a kind of a trauma and right now you know it's that big of a shock wave um, in their worlds and a a little bit like you I I I feel blessed in many respects that I went through a trauma of my own a life-changing event this time last year which has actually meant I've been able to navigate this in a in a very comfortable way thus far yeah, uh, yes. and I put that entirely down to the way that I manage my brain, what goes in, uh, and all the rest of it. So, so I'm really excited that someone who's an expert in this, because I've kind of figured it all out for myself, but I don't know how yes. to teach it. I'm really excited to have someone like you who can actually teach teach this stuff and as we talked about in our previous episode and for anyone that's arrived at this episode first do go back and look for the 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 previous episodes that we recorded with Patrice it's kind of it's it 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 allows us to actually get excited about the possibilities but but also the, the there's a science behind it uh and I'd like you to share a bit about about that side of things because a lot of people historically have considered this to be I think you used the phrase woo-woo earlier in the previous episode a lot of people think it's a load of nonsense and and I'm really excited that we are now able to say there is science yeah it works so so please do do tell us a bit about that because I'm I'm really interested to hear more about that Yeah, well, our brains are made up of a bunch of nerve cells that are all connected together. It's almost like um, these fingers that go out from the center of the nerve cell called dendrites, and they connect with other dendrites. And we have about 90,000 thoughts a day. So that in and of itself is pretty mind blowing. Hmm. And then I really get into what is a thought okay a thought is literally a chemical reaction and an electrical current that's what makes a thought and when you stop to realize the raw material of a thought is a chemical chemicals and electricity it's like that to me helped me to realize that okay we can impact that we can impact the chemicals because see a lot of the chemicals have to do what we're thinking and what we're feeling and so when we feel happy we have the dopamine and the serotonin going but if we 
are under a lot of stress, we're producing a ton of cortisol and it becomes like a, a negative cycle because you get the cortisol and you start feeling bad and then you have thoughts of fear and anxiety and all the things that we don't want to have happen in our future. Uh, you know, it could be like, okay, I'm going to run out of money. I'm going to have to sell, get rid of my house, sell my house, get, have foreclosure. I'm going to be living on the street as a homeless person. That's basically everybody's biggest fear mm -hmm. is that you're just destitute. Right. And so those thoughts, those cyclical thoughts that you start having, it's like the thoughts and the feelings weave together because of the chemicals, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and it becomes a negative cycle. And then what happens is the reason my R for repetition, it's really the repetition of thought, but it's also the repetition of what you imagine, what you say, how you feel, all those things together. Because what, what's going on in the brain is that the more you have the same thoughts over and over, it strengthens the neural connections between those nerve cells or those brain cells. And it's almost like a groove gets worn in your brain. Remember back to school, for, for those of you that went to college on a big campus, they have all the sidewalks and the grass, but inevitably people cut corners and they go across the grass and there's like a path that gets worn in. The smart people, uh, the smart designers figure out the flow and then they put the sidewalks where the natural flow is. But we all know what that's like. That's exactly what's happening in your brain is you get these well-worn grooves that are happening over and over and over. And that starts to program your brain to be a certain way. And that's where the neuroplasticity comes in because as we start improving our self-image, our self-esteem, and we start having more positive thoughts and believing in our abilities to be resilient, to recreate our lives, to pivot, of course, is the big word now, mm -hmm. but to make some kind of a positive change that's going to end up, that's going to help us end up in a good place. That's what we really want. So that's why the when you really take control of your thoughts and how you're feeling, what you're imagining and what you're saying, because the self-talk is what we say in our own mind, but then we have words that we say to other people and it's basically the story that we tell ourselves. So that story is very powerful and every word we say is very powerful because it it goes into our brain so the words come out the sound comes out but it it creates a loop where our brain is listening to what we're saying mm. and then it's starting to create more of those grooves and things so because of neuroplasticity we it's almost like if everybody stopped using that well-worn path and they started using the sidewalk then pretty soon the grass would grow in it would grow back it would grow together and that that well-worn path would not be there anymore. And that's exactly what happens in the brain. So we can recreate the paths. And so when you start thinking positively and imagining positive things and speaking positively, then we start to create new grooves in our brain and, and new neural connections or neural nets. It's kind of like um, in my book, I, I draw a bunch of pictures of, the, of what's going on in the brain. 
And I realized when I was drawing pictures of these nerve cells all connecting together, it, all, it actually looks like people. It looks like people with their arms reaching out to each other. And it's kind of like this, the idea that we've all heard that we become like the people we hang out with the most, right? So people that have changed their life, they had these really negative friends or friends that were into drugs or were, you know, were into po poverty consciousness. And they started to improve their life and their self-esteem and their self-worth and made a decision. I'm not, I'm not going to be with these people. I'm going to change. I'm going to get off drugs and alcohol or whatever it is. And I'm going to have new friends. And then they kind of up level their life experience. Well, it's the same with what goes on in the brain. So the neural nets are like, they're all the people you hang out with, like your network. So you know how they say your network becomes your net worth? Yeah. Well, the same exact thing is going on in your brain. So when you start getting those neural connections that are more positive and that are programming you for what you want, that's really helpful to get us to where we want to be. And because that's really how the brain, that's just part of what I can share about how the brain works. This is really fascinating. I've, I've been, um, I, I've just been lapping it up. It's like so <laughs> interesting. Now you, you've mentioned before that there's actually um, there's quantum physics going on, and mm -hmm. I don't know a lot about quantum physics. <laughs> I, I wonder if you could, because I'm like really fascinated by the fact that there's evidence for. Um, yes. Like the, the the fact that this works and it really works in quantum physics itself. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that. I'm okay, really sure. intrigued. Yeah. So quantum superposition is the idea that things can be in more than one place at a, at one time, and that I mean the scientists they said when they really first discovered that, and a lot of this I learned when I watched the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? That was in uh, 2005, it totally changed my life because I'm like, wow, all this quantum physics and biochemistry and neuroscience and just how it weaves in with positive psychology and human performance, it's amazing to me. So quantum superposition, like so some of the experiments they've done is like they've taken parts of a person like a part of their, maybe one of their organs or something, and they put it like a long distance away. And then they do these experiments where they, uh, they, put, they hook people up to like lie detectors or they have them watch scary movies mm -hmm. and they impact the person emotionally and, and biochemically and neuro neurologically. And then they look at the parts of their body that are like 10 miles away and they see that they they react to what's going on so that's the principle of, of quantum superposition my favorite one is and, and it's like how what we're thinking impacts matter see so they've proven that it impacts physical matter even at a distance they actually call that spooky action at a distance because they're that's proving the scientific name for it 
Well, <laughs> believe it or not, it's called spooky action at a distance. Einstein, I'm pretty sure Einstein came up with that. Um, and then the other thing is, the my favorite though, is quantum entanglement. So quantum entanglement really is the power of relationships. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you a couple, uh, I'll get, well, I have so many stories that I could tell, but one of my favorite stories is there's a gentleman named Dr. Joe Dispenza, and actually he came to fame in the movie, What the Bleep Do We Know? So he was a chiropractor mm. and he got in a terrible bike accident and they wanted to put these rods in his spine, Harrington rod surgery. And he's like, no way. He's like a chiropractor. He's like, no, not doing that. Mm. And he literally laid on a table and imagined his cells were, I mean, his spine was just busted up unbelievably. And he imagined all those cells and all those bones growing back together and everything coming into perfect alignment. And after like a few months, he was totally healed. And that set him on this journey, like, okay, that was amazing. Now what was going on? And so he's really one of my mentors and one of my favorite people well, I was in Sedona writing my book and I saw that he was coming to the Sedona Film Festival and they were premiering this movie called Heal and that he starred in and some of his stories are in. Well, uh, by the time I found out it was happening, there was a small event that he was doing before the movie and it was sold out. But I said, okay, I started using my Rise to Success process and literally, this was only four days. For four days, I started visualizing. I decided that I wanted to get into a sold-out event. I wanted to meet him and get my picture taken with him. I wanted to ask him a question. I'm trying to think, what else was it? That, those are the main things. Mm -hmm. Okay, I accomplished all of that. And it was quite amazing because he's very high profile person in that community and he very much protects himself. So my favorite part was I, so what I did is I, I kept visual, I was visualizing these things over and over and over and I was writing down what I wanted. I'm visualizing it, but this is the key. When you visualize it, you have to imagine the, is if it's happening now, you have to feel the emotion of what it would feel like. And Otherwise, it won't, it, it can't just be a mental exercise. It has to be a body-mind connection. So you imagine it in your mind and you feel it in your body. And so it's like an electromagnetic response. So your brain is the electrical part and your body is the magnetic part. So it makes you electromagnetic to whatever it is you're focusing on. Oh. All right, so I did this whole thing literally for four days and just kept imagining all these things happening. So I show up at the event, I'm standing at the ticket window and they said, well, wait here. And there were about five or six of us. They said, we may have some extra seats available, but we're not sure. So just wait here and once it starts, we'll let you know. Well, I was like the first one in that line. And, um, and so, but before I got up there, I realized that they were only taking cash and I didn't have the cash on me. 
So I had to turn to the person next to me. I said, oh my gosh, I promise I will pay you back. Will you, do you have the cash? And they said, yeah, we'll lend it to you. So wow. I got in. Okay, they let it. They said, okay, you got in. So I walk into this room and there's like, I mean, I don't know, 150, 200 people. It was the most packed room I've ever seen. Just people everywhere. There was this buzz and this excitement. And I went up to this lady that I could see was having these uh, seats. And she said, um, I said, oh, I just got here. Are there any seats available up front? Because you know how sometimes if you're by yourself, you can find a seat. She goes, oh, yeah, come right this way. So she walks up to the front and everybody, it's just packed. But there were these four chairs that were sitting alongside the wall that were facing towards where he was going to be speaking, like perpendicular to the other chairs. And nobody had sat in them because they thought, well, this must be some special thing. And she goes, sit right here. And I was like, <laughs> and I mean, I was so close to him. I could reach out and touch him. And then I got to the, uh, the main event and I watched the movie and then they passed her on a microphone and I was one of only two people that got to ask a question to him. So I got my question asked. Then afterwards he was on the stage and he was talking to all the producers and the VIPs. And I went up to the edge of the stage. And I'm like, Hey, Joe, Joe. And he looks at me and he goes, just a minute. And then when he got done, he comes over to me and I said, I'd really like to get my picture taken with you. And he says, oh, so you mean you want me to come over to the edge of the stage, mm. crouch down, because the stage was really high, like, I don't know, five feet high or something, mm. and crouch down so we can get our picture taken? And I was like, yeah. And he's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> so I had some guy already ready. We got our picture. So anyway, that was just an example of the fact that I could, through quantum entanglement, that's the idea is that you put out what you want and then it can, it comes, it comes to you. If you do all the steps properly mm. that I'll, that I talk about in the brain boss challenge. And it's just amazing what can happen. And, and, you know, when I was in that private event, I mean, he bolted out of there because all those people would have wanted to talk to him, take their picture with him. And he just, you know, left at the end and uh, he wasn't really available. But see, I had imagined it and I was determined in my mind that it was gonna happen and it did. So that's a good example of the power of this process, but also quantum entanglement. You know, I also had this happen. I, uh, I set a goal a while ago to meet Jane Fonda and go on a hike with her and I used all these principles then too. And, you know, I, it was a lot longer time. It was actually a few years that it took to achieve the goal. And we went on this 18-mile hike together in Montana. It was fantastic. But when, when we finally met, she kept saying to me, Patrice, you just seem like somebody I've known all my life, but I just can't think of, figure out why or why that is. And then she said, you know, you look just like the Fondas. I bet if you traced your family tree and I traced mine, we'd be related. And later when I was writing the book, I, of course, all those things were nice to hear, but I realized it was because of quantum entanglement. I had literally imagined myself with her so many times that when we actually got together, I seemed familiar to her. Now, how amazing is that? Yeah, it really is. Wow. So I just I'd like to circle back to okay. to something that you talked about, which 
I feel is really important for for anyone that is has been down the road of like doing affirmations and all the rest of it and maybe they haven't had any they haven't experienced success doing mindset stuff and therefore they have doubts about about the fact that it really amounts to much and something you you talked about was having the emotion it's you know when you talk about when you set um, you set a goal. You talk about the thing that you want, the outcome that you're seeking. Yes, yes. That you must feel it. You don't just say it. You have to have the emotions as if you have it. So yes. I felt it was really important to emphasise that, uh, but also wanted to dig a little bit deeper into that. Like, how does the brain and the emotion because the emotions happen usually in, in your body not not in your brain it's usually happens somewhere in your body that's where you feel feelings uh, yeah uh, but they are chemically relate they are chemically charged too right well the thing about the affirmations that you asked that's very important and i i explain about this in my book and mm-hmm. even uh this workbook that i have available it is that you have to believe what you're saying okay so right. you you don't want to say like oh i'm a millionaire and drive a rolls royce when really you know you 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 don't have a lot of money and you drive a ford pinto you know your brain is not going to accept the fact that you're saying i am a millionaire and i drive a rolls royce so what you have to do is you have to tweak the statements and you have to d- create them so that they make sense to your brain and that it is believable. So I say things like uh, money comes to me easily and frequently, or I'm excited about seeing my bank accounts increase. So I say Mm. these statements that make it so that my brain can believe it. I don't say like, oh, I have, you know, $5 million or something like that. I just talk about it in a way that is more believable. And so there's these little tweaks that you can do at the beginning. You can say, I'm excited about when this is going to happen or something like that, instead of saying that it's actually happening. Cause a lot of people that teach affirmations, it's more like say it as if it's happening. Uh, like even Bob Proctor, he's, he'll always say, I'm so happy and excited about something, you know, when this will happen or that will happen. And it's like these little statements that you say before you say whatever it is you desire that help you to believe it's possible. See, because all that programming in your brain, your belief systems, and this is some of the work I do in more advanced like coaching that I do and more advanced programs that I have, Mm -hmm. because your beliefs and your paradigms then affect your thoughts and your feelings, which affect your actions, your habits, your behaviors, which affect your results. And so it becomes this loop. And there's a lot of depth really in, in all of that, how that really works. And the problem about the belief systems and our subconscious mind, it's way more powerful than our conscious mind. And yet a lot of it, we don't really know what's even going on. It's like an iceberg. You've got the tip of the iceberg and the mass down there. Mm-hmm. So the mass of the iceberg is all of these things that are going on because of earlier programming in our life 
that we don't even know are impacting us. That's the part I don't like. I mean, it's like, that's not fair. You know, you have all these things going on that you don't even realize they are. But they say the best way to realize that is about the results that you get. So when it comes to the visualization, it's really about you have to just create the feeling. You have to conjure up the feeling of what you want to have happening. Like I love dinner parties with friends. And so when I imagine that kind of thing, I imagine the laughter and the fun and the celebration of life and the joy of the good food and the wine and the environment we're in. And so it it isn't just the feeling, but it's getting all your senses involved. So sight and sound and smell and taste, all those things as well as how it's going to feel. And then again, like I said, the brain does not know the difference. It cannot easily distinguish the difference between what you make up with that amount of detail and what it actually sees and what's out there in your, in reality. So that's the part that's great is that we can do those things and we can impact our reality and our results by the way that we imagine it. And there's other things too, you know, there's other parts, your brain wave state and all those different things. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I could literally, if I, if I had, if I was allowed, I could I could talk to you about this all day long. But we can't. <laughs> we need we're gonna need to bring it to a close. But yeah, before before we do, I want to thank you for for coming uh, onto the show. I really appreciate it. It's been an absolute blast. It's been so interesting. Uh, it's like such a fascinating subject to me. It really is. Uh, yes. Now before before we let you go just want to do what we always do with our guests and invite invite you to share with our listeners something that you want them to know about and I actually know what it is you're going to talk about and I'm really excited about it I've actually signed up for it myself so I'm hoping <laughs> that some of my friends will actually be um, be involved as well and it's yes. this thing you've created in your launching called the Brain Boss Challenge, which is yes. on May the 11th, it, isn't it? Yes, May 11th. And the reason I came up with that name, because I realized that it's really like a computer program, the way that we can program our mind and that we can become the boss of our brain because we're the one that programs it. And I realized even though Rise to Success is a great name, it's not specific enough for what it is that I'm doing. And so I realized, I I thought, well, I'll be the brain boss and then I'll, I'll do the brain boss challenge and I'll teach people how they can be the boss of their brain. And so we can all say I'm a brain boss, right? (laughs) So that's really my goal. And I have this, this five day program starting May 11th. It's a challenge. So I'll be teaching and coaching in the program. There'll be some assignments to do to work on some of these things and it'll just be a really fun, it's super low cost. It's just a way to introduce people to what to the power of all this, to what it is I'm doing, and just to help empower more people to realize that 
they have a lot more control over their circumstances, their environment, their cash flow, their time freedom, and just the clarity and focus that people want and need right now. So yeah, I'd love for anybody, you just go to brainbosschallenge.com. It's really easy uh, URL. And that's where my they can uh, enroll in the Brain Boss Challenge. So it's the brainbosschallenge.com is the website where you can find it. Yes. It is ridiculously cheap. Uh, so there's no reason for anyone not to do this. It is yes. And I'm really looking forward to it. And, and um, in the previous episode, you did actually say that uh, although it's launching on the May May the 11th and it's a five-day challenge, are you planning to run it multiple times? Is that yes? I, I'm planning to do it like once a month. Right. So it'll be something I do once a month. Okay, that's yeah. excellent. So I, I I'm really looking forward to having a crack at it, and I, I'm I'm actually quite excited about how, um, about attending. So it's really good fun. Good. Well, it'll be so fun to have you there. You'll add a lot to it, I'm sure. Oh, thank you very much. It's been such great fun having you. And I just wish we could talk for all day. Well, it's always fun to find other like-minded, open-minded people like you (laughs) that are interested in this. Because, you know, one of the people that did my last challenge, they said, Patrice, the whole world needs to know this. I mean, you're going to have thousands of people in here eventually because a lot of people really need to know. And, and it is, that's why I, the subtitle of my book is The Secret Power of Your Brain to Change Your Life. It is kind of a secret and I don't want it to be a secret. I want to be able to share it with people so the whole world knows the things that we can do. And especially in the time that we're in, We need to rise above the negative thoughts, the negative emotions, and get to a more positive and empowered place in our lives. So, yes. So on that note, I would encourage listeners to actually share this episode with people that you know. If you like what you've heard, don't keep it to yourself. As Patrice says, this message really does need to be heard. This is the time right now. When, when this message really, really needs to be heard. So don't just listen to the show. Share it with people that you know. If you know someone you think could benefit from it, share it. We want to we get Patrice's mission out into the world. Yes. So, but Patrice, thank you so, so much for joining us today. Uh, I really welcome. appreciate it. And it's been such great fun. I hope, I hope that we'll get to do more episodes together at some future date because i'd love to have you back at some stage well that's the ultimate compliment so thank you so much i enjoyed being here thank you